Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stream of Blood. You have tuned in for Chapter 4 of our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle set in Pittsburgh, Vampires of Pittsburgh, a city that I think we can all agree is steeped in gothic horror. So I'm so happy you're here. and We have an amazing game uh, that's happening tonight. I'm really excited for what we have planned. But we're going to go ahead and begin. <laughs> we're going to start tonight. Not quite where we left off, but where we left off, you guys had just uh, really taken your first victim near your new haven in the neighborhood of Pittsburgh called Mexican War Streets, which is sort of a um, kind of a rundown neighborhood that's being kind of flipped and uh, gentrified. Um, You guys are making your haven now um, is the only haven available to you, the one that was offered to you by the Camarilla higher ups here in Pittsburgh uh, in an old mattress factory that as Ashley has pointed out doesn't have it power to it it's just like a it's a terrifying old ruin of a factory um and you you yeah there it is yeah that's those are your digs right now um Cozy. the benefits of it is that you found a bunch of guns there that were left by their previous owner a vampire that you kind of i don't know caused to get in deep trouble with the hierarchy uh and who's now being tortured or destroyed somewhere in Pittsburgh for his crimes. Um, But it's your, it's your Haven now. So he left a lot of guns there. There's sort of a secret passageway, like down through like some tunnels beneath the street that pops out of a manhole, like nearby. And that's where in that alleyway where, where that, you know, that secret exit to your Haven um, lets out, you guys kind of uh, fed on a woman, but you did make sure to, uh, break free of the feed before you had completely killed her. And when you were done, you realized that because you had taken some damage and you'd used some powers, uh, Miles Vanderbuck is fine, but Ashley, your character, Jen Brown and Ross, Curtis Krieger, they both still had like a hunger of three, I think going Curtis, mm-hmm. you might've been at two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think, I think that rather than going into the weeds on like exactly what they're doing right now to take care of that. I think that uh, we're going to kind of let a week pass and we're going to define oh. some scenes. We're going to define some scenes that happened during that week. But the main thing I want to know is as that week passes, how are you feeding? Like what is your feeding style? How are you getting, food? how are you getting blood night after night? Mm-hmm. Cause that is going to define your character's predator, which we have not defined yet, but which is a core trait of a vampire character. So I think I'll start, uh, with the person who is the least hungry, Miles Vanderbuck. Miles, how how is Miles getting blood 
which he he needs, you know, every couple of nights at least. Hmm. What's my feeding style? Exactly. Oh. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm after. And it's the sky's the limit. You can define it any way you want, and then I'll kind of try to find a predator to match it. Oh my god. Uh jeez. I think Miles has some kind of like righteousness and some kind of like moral code as to who should get it and who shouldn't. And it's like anyone who's who he sees as blue collar, like local Pittsburgh steelworker cat, they're safe. And anyone who looks like some goddamn millennial. <laughs> some trust fund kid. Somebody who's had a silver spoon, I think. He he probably feels as if they deserve a good sucking. <laughs> uh, that's good. And please call it that. A good sucking. Um, <laughs> right, uh, have a good sucking, shall we? Give him a bit uh, of the gold suck, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> So we know what prey uh, attracts him or what prey he finds to be beneath him in the food chain. But okay. what what strategy does he use to uh, ensnare them and 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 get them in his clutches? Does he use violent well, force? Does he use uh, does he seduce them? What does he do? Definitely not seduction. Yeah, it's probably a mix of because he looks a bit like <laughs> he looks a bit. Uh, like an old, he's an old timer, and he can probably mimic a limp or a, a spare some change kind of thing. <laughs> so he maybe tricks them, but I think, I think, I think over time he's probably getting a thirst. He's getting a hunger for like that power and a little bit of that 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 quick sudden burst of violence. Okay, so when he, he's like. when he finally jumps them, he's kind of attacked. I want him to change as a result of this vampirism. He's not the same man. So when he finally does, so he's kind of playing a Trojan horse game with people, and when they get close, he just jumps them. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, I think that that's going to ultimately make him uh, an alley cat is the name of the predator, and that can go on your sheet beside predator. Alley cat, alley cat, alley cat, alley cat, alley cat, alley cat. Yes, and, um, that is the Alley Cat theme song. You can um, you can take a specialty in. Uh, it says intimidation or brawl, but what you've described is tricking people. So I'll allow you to take a specialty in subterfuge or brawl. Do you have any subterfuge dots? Uh, the bottom there, subterfuge. Okay, subterfuge. Right above willpower. Right above willpower. I don't know. Okay, guess what? Give him, give him, uh, the way you described it is he's like kind of pretending to be hurt. Then they come to him and then he kind of like jumps them. So I think he now has two subterfuge and he has a special D in subterfuge, which is like, how would we, what would we call this? Like something like seeming harmless or, um, isn't it Clint? Isn't there a disadvantage in uh, pitiful or something? You know, I was thinking it. Thing. It's <laughs> called pitiable. Oh, yeah. That's a great GURPS so, advantage. So <laughs> I also I think that Miles feels sorry for himself sometimes in general. So he has the the specialty pitiable with two dots of subterfuge now. Um, um, I'm putting that. I'm putting that. Uh, where am I writing pitiable? You're going to write that on the line between the word subterfuge and the dots. Copy that. 
anytime he is tricking people into thinking he's pitiable, he uh, he'll get an extra die. That's what the specialty gives you. Okay. And you know, I love the, that the storyteller's feeling generous. He might, you know, let a couple other things, uh, you know, uh, go your way. Um, the only problem is when you take the alley cat predator, you also lose a dot of humanity. Oh, great! I love that too. So I just, I just like erase it somehow. Um, that's right. Yeah, just For, whatever you do uh, forevermore. You you're like attacking people in an alley all the time. It's taking it down. Um, I know it's just been a week, but it's, man, you've changed so much, really. I love it. And where um, am I supposed to be putting Alley Cat? Like, uh, where is that? Somewhere? It's beside Predator on your sheet, which is in the right, uh, right beneath Ambition and Desire. There's something that says Predator. Do you see that anywhere? Oh, at the top. Uh, at the top. Yeah, I got it. Okay, great. Great. And then also, um, you gain t- uh, a background. You gain a background of contacts and criminals. We don't have to define those yet, and maybe he hasn't met even met those people yet. But because he's kind of just hanging around in dark places <laughs> and jumping people, <laughs> he's going yeah. to gain like criminal contacts. Uh, and let's see, Miles already has a dot of potence, and he has. Two dots of presence now. I think we leave him there. I think that that's what his... So Miles has been spending the week when he needs to feed. He acts pitiable. He acts like a hurt or like confused old man. And as someone gets close, like, you need help, old timer? (laughs) (laughs) He gives them a good suck. All right. (laughs) So uh, now let's talk, talk to Curtis Krieger. Curtis, how has Curtis been feeding? Okay. Um... Part of me thinks that uh, after the success of the events that that occurred at the end of last uh, week, um, Curtis went out at night and tried to tried to find a stray dog. Yeah. Um, and let's say let's say he found one, the type yeah. of dog that maybe like somebody somebody bought didn't know how to deal with. Let's a pit bull mix of some kind, the kind right. that are always abandoned. Um, because they stop being cute and they start having too much energy. And uh, he's now used, begun to bond with this dog, feed it, and uh, use it as a hunting dog. So he'll walk the streets, go to, a, go to a place where like a bar, a restaurant, or hopefully a more like gallery space, uh, poetry reading kind of uh first wave gentrification <laughs> is letting out and then find single out somebody in the in the departing group and then uh send the dog out you're like oh hey can you grab my dog for me i, I i'm sorry can you can you can you follow it i'll make the dog care lead them down into a secluded spot and that's when i take them uh, okay, so the same, yeah, that, that's the same technique you used before. Is you were like, "Have you seen my dog?" Or your dog yeah. got loose. Like, so you got I, this I, whole grift ready. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm doing. A, I'm running a grift. Yeah, but um, he's a grifter. Yeah, and so you are. Hmm, that's interesting. And you are really kind of uh, still accosting them when you get into the alley, though, right? You're like having to attack them once they're down there, right? That's right. So it's it's not in any way uh, consensual. It's it's kind of like a, 
uh, it's yeah, you're kind of mugging them for their blood once you've done that. Well, first, I want to tell you two things. One is like, as you develop this relationship with this pit bull, you um, you find that it like it starts to like follow your commands. Like you can kind of actually hear its thoughts, like we established last time with the cat. Uh, and an odd thought occurs to you uh, at one point. What would happen if I fed it a little bit of my blood? Okay, yeah. <laughs> and part of me is like... You're right, you're right, Jared. That is an odd thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's an odd thought to us, but uh, <laughs> I think of... I, I know the dog's thoughts, and I know what a dog would like. And yeah, sometimes it, I just hear its, its thoughts in my head begging for flesh. Yes, <laughs> The dog, who who probably needs a name soon, but not necessarily tonight. It, you know, you can just you can just feel it salivating and like it's responding to the heat of the beast inside of you. You know, you're a dead corpse, but inside of you rages this weird beast, and the dog the dog can see it where no one else can. The mortals walking by, they don't see it, but the dog sees it, and the dog's hungry for it. The dog wants a taste of that beast inside of you. Um, I'll just put that out there and I'll say that I think that you are also an alley cat because you are running like kind of a trick on people in an alleyway. Um, and that's how you're like getting their blood. So um, I'm going to let you take um, a specialty in intimidation or brawl. Do you have either of those? I have brawl. Okay. Go ahead and take a specialty in brawl and you can make it grapple. Okay. I think that what you're doing is like once you've tricked them down the alleyway, you're grabbing them and not letting go until you've got your uh, you got your taste. Mm -hmm. And then um, let's also look at the fact that I think you have all of the um, disciplines that you need, but I think that you're also going to lose a dot of humanity for doing this. All right. And you are going to gain some contacts. Um, and again, these are undefined right now. But later in the game, you could go like, actually, I know these guys, and we will put them into play. Um, just know that it comes from you being an alley cat, so you can't be like, actually, I know a county select man. That's not what we're talking <laughs> about. We're talking about somebody shady who would give you weapons or the means to attack people in alleyways. Okay. And the dog. Name the dog, because the dog is with you now. The dog is your Themelis. Or familiar. Ooh. Um, and Jen Brown. How is Jen Brown, who, by the way, left the game last time with a hunger of three, even after feeding from that uh from that uh gentrifier, she hadn't uh quite uh re been sated. How is Jen getting uh fed each night? So I have I don't know if this is fat if, if a week is enough time, but since that run-in with, I forgot his name, but the asshole that wanted to buy my company. Uh, Francis. He said his name Francis. was Francis. Yes. He mentioned that um, his employer has a bunch of mortals that do work for them. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if a week is long enough to have enlisted a mortal that probably has like larger implications. I'm guessing. Um um, no, I mean, maybe tell me what, what you kind of want to recruit mortals to feed on. No. So my thought was that Jen, I don't think is much of a sex pot. Uh, and so, but I, my thought was, and she also doesn't like the idea of feeding on people 
that don't at least she can't justify in some way that they deserve it. So my thought was that maybe enlisting someone who is a sex pot to find some creepy guys that that person can lure away. So I have, you know, I have like high awareness and, and stuff like that. So maybe like finding marks, sending this person after them, getting them to sort of seduce and then taking them aside. And you want to put a seductress on the payroll. Yes. Um, well, I don't even know if there's a predator in the book that, uh, that fits that, but I do think that there is one called siren so what I could do is I could give you uh, and I don't think you can ghoul anybody though because you're a thin blood. So this would be somebody you would just be like paying money to. And I don't think you have like resources on your sheet yet either. So like it would be tough to pay this person enough for them to stick their neck out like this right now. This is These are awesome plans. I don't want you to think that your plan as a player wasn't perfect. You just might be like a couple episodes away from bringing them to fruition. But I like that Jen Brown is a Machiavellian manipulator and people <laughs> mover. Uh-huh. That's my goal. But yeah, yeah. That may, it's only been a week. So that's fair if that isn't viable. But do you think that like she would prefer to feed on people who have been kind of... Well, do you think she'd prefer a feed on animals for right now? We could change her predator later. That's one type of predator is someone that feeds on animals. Or do you think that she's trying to maybe depend on that blood source in Elysium, like the bottled blood that they get there? Well, the the last time I had that blood, it didn't do anything, right? Because when I was really, really hungry, I tried to drink it and it didn't do anything. And the issue with that was that it doesn't stay good for very long. And it, oh. you had been carrying it around for like, you know, a subsequent night and it really loses right. the potency. Now, some people have a uh, merit called Iron Gullet, some kindred, and that means they can drink fucking vile shit like and it doesn't really bother them. They could they could get sustenance from that. But you having that like you already have that like law where even the sight of blood makes you kind of want to throw up and you like to mix your blood with since you're a thin blood, you like to mix your blood with vodka and other things like, you know, you couldn't really handle at that particular time. Okay. So then in that case, could we say, yeah, that I've been trying to feed predominantly on animals. And when I can make it back to Elysium, I've been drinking from their stores. Okay, great. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you the, since you're predominantly feeding from animals, I'm going to give you the farmer predator for now okay okay and the farmer gets a specialty in animal ken do you have any animal ken no i don't go ahead and give yourself two uh dots of animal ken and go ahead and make the specialty cats because you have a cat am i feeding on them yeah but maybe not your cat not my cat okay (laughs) and then we've got a cat we've got a cat steam going on uh, <laughs> alley cats, sure. alley cats. cats, and a lady that no, likes cats. No, no, no. cat sucker. Um, uh, and by the way, this is the episode where everybody needs to break into song, perfect. and we're going to show all of your assholes. <laughs> you guys are familiar that there is a cats cut where they show the cats buttles. Oh yeah. Okay. Making oh, yeah. sure that everyone got that joke, otherwise it would be kind of troubling. <laughs> I I did it and I liked it anyway. <laughs> um, so it's farmer two bips on animal Ken. That's right. And, and then is that it? 
And that's, that's, uh, well, I'm going to tell you what else. Oh, sorry. So after you have fed, like right after you have that blood in your system, you can only when you fed. And then after, after you've used this, you, you know, a couple nights pass, you can't use it anymore. You'll get dots of animalism or protein, like one dot, like for a little while. And then once you've used up that blood, it goes away. That's how thin bloods work. So whereas these guys can only use certain powers and their powers stick, your powers kind of come and go based on uh -huh. what kind of blood you feed on. Okay. And does it vary by animal? Um, it does a little bit vary by animal. Okay. And then it varies also by the types of humans you eat. So like if you uh, drink some of the, you know, that blood labeled phlegmatic, that gives you certain powers. If you drink some of that blood labeled choleric, you get some of that. Those were the like different bottles at Elysium, right? Mm -hmm. So you can get different powers, but they don't, they're temporary. They don't last forever. And okay. if your character wants to investigate that more, uh, she might, she might. Now here's what you do get. You get, you get a couple other things, Jen, you gain a dot of humanity because you're refusing to feed on people. So go ahead and give yourself another humanity dot. So does that get rid of a stain? Cause I had a stain or does it give me a it doesn't get rid of your stain. Oh, yet. Okay. But, um, but if you keep doing nice things that take you away from the vampire experience, which is a bad, dark, uh, you know, black hole into evil, then you may eventually get rid of that stain. The way Miles got rid of his stain by, you know, treating his daughter well and giving her a, you know, a sincere goodbye. Um, and then finally, you're going to gain a flaw. Uh, in your list of flaws, you gain the flaw of vegan. vegan. <laughs> That's what vampires call someone who won't feed from people. And uh, we can go into more about what, what happens with that later. But now is the perfect time. You know, a Ashley was bringing up all kinds of these plans that she has for Jen. And that's perfect. That's exactly what a game like Vampire lets you do that sometimes other games don't let you do. Is you can kind of be proactive and come up with plans for your character. So now with the rest of this week, you didn't just feed. What else did you do? And you can also say, I don't know, Jared, give me something. Or you could also say... I don't know. Maybe I go with Curtis on his thing. I mean, whatever you want to do, if you can't think of something right now. So let's, let's go in the opposite direction. Since we're with Jen and she has some plans and things she's thinking about, what is Jen Brown doing with this week? My thought is that, and I could even be the woman that we drank from at the end of the last game, but mm -hmm. whoever I want to get to a place with internet, I want to be able to, contact people in my company, look through the princess USB drive, mm -hmm. like cross-examine that with like Senator, because I know there are vampires everywhere now. So prominent people, senators, people that are high in business, whatever. And I, I basically want to contact. So I have on my sheet, um, I have a friend named Sabrina. I don't know if you had intentions with that, but my thought was that maybe she could be my COO or like a co-CEO of the company. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. That I would contact and basically, because I know that they're going to try to fake my death and basically right. tell her not everything yet, obviously, but basically like the company is in your hands. I, I got into some weird shit. No matter what you hear, do not sell, basically. And then I want to keep sort of like a channel in for me where I can still get into the back back door of the company, look at all of basically just be able to have like the eye of Sauron on everyone's social media profiles and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're following, you're, you're kind of like, you're kind of 
giving the reins to Sabrina and you're kind of keeping a close eye on everybody that works for you and the, the workings of the company day to day. Is that right? Yes. And I also want to keep giving myself a salary. I'll take, I can take a pay cut to make it not as like whatever, but I want to, I want to make sure that I like have money coming in. Uh Um, and I want to see specifically as well, get all, all the information on the princess USB. I wanted to see if there's anything interesting in terms of vampires that are prominent in public circles, like in the mortal realm, like senators or prominent business folk or whatever it happens to be, if there's anyone and like what their clan affiliations are and stuff like that. Okay. I just want to do like a big investigation week. Great. So let's start with handing the, the reins over to Sabrina and you're calling her or are you going to meet her in person? Um, Probably meet her in person. So there's no, mm, no, I'm not going to meet her in person. I'm going to call her. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to ensure that my, my line is secure. Okay. Uh, and well, to do that, why don't you go ahead and give me, let's go ahead and start with all this. Give me a technology, uh, give me an intelligent, a wits plus technology role, I think. Is my hunger still at three? I'm going to say no. Uh, we talked about how you had come up with a strategy to feed. You're mm-hmm. basically, a, you know, getting these cats to come to you, or maybe by putting out saucers of milk or something, <laughs> that you're feeding on them at night. So I think that you've got it down to one, right? Okay. And yeah. You said, but I got to tell you, you got to, you, you're spending a lot of time trying to feed to get this done. Okay. Um, and so, uh, but that's okay. Let's, well, we might get into that later. Um, yeah. Give me a wits plus technology world to make sure your line is secure when you make this call. Wits three technology four. So that would be six dice pool one hunger. Is there a difficulty level for this? Yeah. I'm going to say, um, Two right now. Two? Okay. Three successes. Great. So uh, you ring a many times, and what you realize is that it's coming through as a number that she doesn't recognize for you to do this. And finally, Sabrina is like, hello, who is this? Fuck off. I don't want to buy anything. Sabrina, it's Jen. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Jen, where have you been? What's going on? Look, uh, I can't really explain. Um, I got into some weird shit. Huh? You missed a huge presentation. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I know, I'm sorry. I Look, you know how we've been trying to expand the company and I've been talking to lots of people. I got in some, with some weird folk and I need you to start weird taking- folk? What the I'm in, fuck? I'm in some trouble, Sabrina. Will you lis- listen to me, okay, please? Okay, this is okay I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm in a bit of trouble, okay? okay? And I need you to just take over the company they're going to oh, be people no, that are no, 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 Sabrina. No, 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 you can do no, no, that. We've talked I about this. You can do this. do this. You can do this. You can do. I'm not going to be completely gone. I'm just not going to be able to come in. To the I office, don't know how okay? any of the stuff works. You know how the tech works. We're just... going to keep talking. I'm not going to be inaccessible. I just can't come in in person. I will explain it to you eventually. I swear to God, you just have to trust me. Is this. Is this like related? Oh, shit. Jen. To what? I mean, like, weird people have been, like, hanging around the offices. Okay, yeah. Those, they want to take the company from us, and we're not going to let them, okay? They're going to try to, they're going to try to buy you out or do something weird. So what I want you to do, it's business as usual, okay? You can do this. 
you can I'll you'll have access to me. It won't be as consistent as you probably want it, but you can do this. Yeah, it and won't. It, yeah, okay. Great. And I want you to increase the security in the building. Okay? We don't Don't freak out. Just We're all make- invested in we're all invested in that new graphic stuff that you were looking into. I I now you need me to move money over to security. It's like Yes. Fine. Okay, fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we can keep talking. I'm not going to be I'm not going to disappear. It's just going to be a little weird for a while. I swear to you I will explain it all later. But for now just You're not hurt? No. Uh not really. You don't need me to you don't need me to get someone to help you. I, I'll get I'll get someone. Sabrina, it's very nice. Right no, no, don't. Don't try to find me, okay? I'll meet with you when it's the right time. Just take care of yourself. Increase security. Do not sell the company. You can do this, okay? I'm going to keep calling you on this line. Only call me on this line. Got it? Okay. Oh, don't cry. I hate I'm not cry. crying. Don't I'm not cry, crying. Sabrina. I'm not, I'm it's going to be fine. Okay, okay. It's fine. Okay? It's fine. Sure. Okay, I just have to go because... I have, Look, Richie knows all the code and shit. Just trust, trust Richie, fine. okay? If you yeah, have I got it. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my tone. Right. I, you can do this, okay? All right. Okay, if you need anything, just call me on this number, okay? All right, honey, I love you. I love you too. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's not a professional environment. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bunch of millennials. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God. I know. I'm in HR. I'm It's your close friend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um now uh that 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 takes care of part one. You've given you've given the orders, you've you've steered the ship, but the next thing you wanted to do is kind of erase your presence and then kind of establish how you were gonna monitor everything, right? Uh-huh. So um I think you need to make um some rolls i think that makes sense right and by the way you're doing this like from like a cafe that has good internet or maybe you've maybe you've rented like a little bit of like a a corporate space where you know sometimes you can get like just rooms for the day or something like that we work situation yeah but the problem is like none of the all of this stuff shuts down at night like you know Uh what it seems like it's going to be really difficult i think you're in some kind of coffee shop or something and well, the could guys I that- have rented a space that I specifically like is in like a basement area? Like, could I have gotten a space? You're trying to I'm set paying up your myself. own haven. Yes. A separate haven. A secret one. These, a these secret ha- haven. Um, I know about it, but not. I don't know. What's more important to you? Do you want to get, do you want to get yourself hidden or do you want to set up this like space for yourself? You only have so much time. I feel like so- I have to get hidden first. Okay then I think that you're doing this from a very makeshift situation. Like you're literally in the back of like a goddamn coffee shop or in some kind of we work that you have bribed the guy to let you use overnight. And you are now going to, um, I think to, to kind of erase your presence in the company. I want a manipulation plus finance role, but to completely like, give yourself just all these back doors and to kind of like be invisible. Like your, your, um, your eyes are invisible to people looking at, at, at the situation. I, I'm going to say that it's going to be difficulty of four. Oh God. Okay. That's Do fair. All right. Longer? 
Do I still have one hunger? Yeah, I think so. Night to night, okay. because you're just feeding on animals. Well, first of all, all vampires always have one hunger unless they like feed from, say, the prince of the city for an evening. Uh, like drink from her blood like Miles did last time. How'd you do there, Jen? Uh, three successes, but it was still a failure. Jen, here's what's happening. You are like trying to do this, but like you spent your life learning how to do like actual like business like on the level. And now you're trying to do like all of this sort of like cooking the books, like backdoor stuff. And um it's yeah, your skunk work, your skunk work, skunk working your own company, and you don't really quite know how to do it, is what you realize. Okay. And that's where I'm gonna leave you for right sure. now. Um, let's talk to Curtis Krieger. Curtis, how are you spending this week? Um, you know, I just uh, maybe got back from a little hunting expedition with Ruby. My yeah. uh <laughs> she's my uh my pit terrier mix. <laughs> yeah and um i feel i feel pretty pretty satisfied after uh sucking the uh wrist of a uh of a uh guy in a uh um a floral print um <laughs> shirt that i saw uh coming out of a uh a uh, pop-up theater space that's in a warehouse that used to be a fucking coat factory and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Curtis is just feeding on um, improvisers. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeding on. I'm missing. I'm, I'm missing all of this. I'm going to read you. For some reason, I can't hear Ross. But continue. Oh. But I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, I'm feeding on an improv coach and stole all the twenty five dollars that he had in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. No, I, I just take his blood. Finally, and, finally striking a blow to the patriarchy by hitting at those improv coaches. Yeah. Um, uh, and what, um, what do you have? What do you have in mind for your week? What are you thinking? Like, um, just I've been building up my 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 uh, my routine and kind of getting a, a handle on this. But I've been I've been thinking that this is small small potatoes, and if, if what I'm doing is not just for for blood, but for some kind of some kind of justice in this world. When I was out in the streets, I mean, when I was buying, sometimes it would just be you know peer to peer sometimes you you junkies serving junkies but there were a few people that were flooding the city people who were living living swell and high on the hog and getting us getting us all hooked and if i could uh if i could take out one of those people then i think that might be better for everybody interesting um so you want to hurt a dealer yeah um okay um and you have the power to do it now i think um whereas before you might have come out of it uh you might have you might have died uh because mm -hmm. these guys are dangerous people extremely um all right give me a so are you trying to track one of them first of all yeah why don't you give me a uh, wits plus streetwise role to see if you can kind of track one of the guys that used to sell oxycodone to you. All right. And my hunger would still be at two, you reckon? Um, I think that it's down to one now. You told me you just you just oh yeah just I just sucked down a, on a, just sucked down on a, a guy who a was done. Guy. 
Someone right, full who's, shirt guy who just got done coaching mixed nuts. Someone who, <laughs> yeah, someone who can get to a liberal arts university. Uh, yeah, yeah. You fed on that guy, so uh, th- three successes with success. I don't know what the difficulty was, but okay, great. Um, so you um kind of like find this guy that uh, used to kind of sell to you. Um. His name is Lockwood, Brad Lockwood, um, and uh, he is like, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, it has rednecks, like Appalachia is right there beneath it. And there, there are some of these guys through the city who maintain kind of meth operations and things like that. And they, they kind of go into dive bars and they have, they have product. Um, uh, and they have their clientele who meet them there, who give them a text, hey, come meet me. Uh, and you find him at one of his old watering holes, uh, this uh, dilapidated bar called uh, The Barge in uh, Mount Washington, which overlooks a particularly smelly part of the Ohio River. Uh, it's up on a hill over the Ohio River. Uh, and uh, he's in this dive bar, and uh, he's got his kind of like, his little case like down under the, yeah, under the booth. Uh, and he's like having a beer with some friends cause they're never alone. These guys. Uh, and they're kind of like laughing their asses off. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I don't really want to make myself known to him. I just want to, I almost want to f- see where he lives. No problem. So, um, I think that uh, what happens is that you just see him go in the bar. Okay. Uh, maybe you spy him through a window uh, in that scene I just mentioned, but mm-hmm. mainly you and Ruby kind of stay across the street, just kind of watching him. Okay. Uh, and while you're watching him, you see, um, oh shit, you have a touchstone. What's the name of your touchstone? That's uh, a uh, Craig. I served Craig. Him. Yeah. And Craig walks into the bar you didn't just serve with craig you know that he and you you shared a lot in common in terms of your your background here yeah he goes into the bar craig no no last time i saw him was at an na meeting we were we were clean and he comes out a suspiciously short time later clutching something in his pocket of his like worn service jacket i um i uh Hitch up, or I got. I I uh, I have Ruby on a leash, even though I don't need to. But um, so I I, I hustle across the street surreptitiously and uh, see if I can catch up to him. And as I do, I try to blush myself. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I try to I try to get pink, as it were. Have to get pink. Roll that. Um, roll that. Arouse roll. That's one d ten, and you're just seeing if you get a six or above. <laughs> Come on, daddy. Uh-oh, total failure. Okay, that's okay. Um, that just means that you your hunger goes up. You had to use blood to like give yourself a blush of life. Uh-oh. And now your hunger is at two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have two hunger as you talk to your good friend. <clears throat> uh, and you, you've, you've shouted out to him? Yeah. All right, all right. Just uh, Mark, I, uh, I come up next to him and I'm just like... And he turns around and he's like, Curtis, 
man, where the fuck have you been, man? Hey, what's up? And he comes up and he just wants to give you a big hug. Um, and I just, the, dog, uh, I, the second he gets near you, the dog goes, <laughs> and I just like, like, I kind of, Whoa. I step back and I, and I, uh, put that little Caesar Milan, uh, fang hand on, uh, Ruby's neck. Like, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> like, I'm just like, Hey, question is, uh, where you been, man? Dog. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where you been, man? Uh, you know, around, I'm, uh, just, uh, I haven't seen you around lately and some old friends. You've been you've been in the streets. You've been in meetings. Well, I've been at the meetings, dude. What the fuck, man? I've been at the meetings. You have not been at the meetings. <laughs> hey. Are you going to St. Mary's now? They got better donuts over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you might see me over dude, there, dude. It's so good to see you, man. It's, it's good really to see you, good man. to see you. Yeah, I've been straight, man. I've been straight and narrow. You know, it's just like one day at a time. They say having animals helps. Does the dog help? The dog helps. I want to read him and see if he's uh I want to assess him. See uh, how how if is is did he just go off uh the wagon or has he been off? Give me a um I think a wits plus insight will allow you to see that. It's like is yeah, that's that sounds good. You know what, Curtis, if you'd prefer you could use larceny, which is, larceny is uh, kind of about criminal endeavors. Okay, so wits plus larceny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to steal my impression of him. <laughs> well, I think that I think that like uh, it's just it's to me, I interpret larceny as you know how to do shady shit. Oh, actually, you know what? That might actually be streetwise. That's streetwise to know if someone's on on the stuff. Oh, streetwise. Use streetwise, not larceny. All right. That's better for me anyway. Uh, cool. <laughs> Um, it's better for me anyway. It's better for me anyway. <laughs> Doggy, that's a success. Um, yeah, I mean, he it, it feels like he's he's been off like not long, but he's he's in, he's in it a little bit. There's yep. there's a yeah. There's like a, a little bit of, you know, there's no outward signs of drug use. There's just uh -huh. the, the the look of hunger that you recognize. Yep. Uh-huh, and I know. No, all too, all too well. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, am I mistaken? Or I just see you having a conversation with Brad Lockwood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's over in the barge, yeah. yeah. You guys have a good chat? <laughs> what are you saying, man? You know what I'm saying. You saying I'm using? Because I'm not. Look... No one knows, no one knows like me what you're going through, okay? And we both know that you're going to regret the fuck out of that tomorrow. Whatever's in your pocket right now, give it to me. And the fuck, don't give it to me. I want you to throw it down the drain and get yourself to a meeting right now. It's been, it's just been a fucking hard week, man. It's been hard for me too, man. What's going on? Open up to me. Make a, well, I think what I need from you is a um, charisma plus persuasion role. Okay. Did Curtis, Curtis say it as eloquently? Yeah. Did Curtis say it as eloquently as uh, Ross Bryant? Can Probably not. It? Well, maybe he made a mistake, but maybe he did it. Let's see. Charisma plus persuasion. That is um. That was a total failure. Oh. Um. 
Craig gets in your face and goes, man, fuck you, man. You're not my fucking mom. <laughs> fuck you, Curtis, you fucking junkie. You fucking lying fucking junkie. You're back on this shit, too. I can fucking see you. Fucking dog doesn't fool me, you fucking liar. Okay, 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 okay. Past you, and he hits you with his shoulder as hard as he can as he pushes past you. And that's when I need you to make a willpower roll. Yes, I feel it. Devour your touchstone. So I just roll however many willpower I have? Yes, but remember that if you've used any willpower, it stays at the lower level and you roll that many dice. Okay, I don't think I've used any. Okay, great. And there are no hunger dice in a willpower roll either. Success. Okay. Okay, yeah. How many successes did you get? (laughs) I know. Uh, Two success, two failure. Okay, okay. two successes is enough here. I'm going to allow, you know, this isn't, you know... he didn't do anything that bad. You, you, you've seen this kind of behavior from this guy before. So the beast inside of you for a second, it like roared. When, when he really goes past me, I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, curb your, you, curb, curb your dog, man. He doesn't realize you're the one that just right. made that sound. You know where they are. You know where they are when you need them. The answer isn't in that pocket, man. And then he I just turn. keeps walking. And I, uh, I, I turn around, and I, and now I'm more pissed at uh, Lockwood than ever. And I, uh, I just walk up to the window, and I uh, of the of the of the barge, and I stare at the table where he's sitting. Um. Okay. Great. Um. He's sitting there laughing, having a good old time, and. Uh, at one point, he looks up, and he sees you, and he goes, raises his beer to you. I just kind of like nod through the window and uh, give him one of those. I, I point down at the dog, and I'm like, can't come in. Okay. 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 Um, he comes out. He is like lighting a cigarette as he comes out. He's like, "What's up, Curtis? Man, hadn't seen you in a fucking while, man." <laughs> yeah, what's up, Brad? Haven't been in this part of town in a while. How you uh, doing, bro? You look like know. shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you look like fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess we both seen better days, huh? Is that your uh, is that your uh, truck? I'm styling, man. Check out this shit. Check out this new starter, man. Steelers, dude. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know those came in leather. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Well, if you got the fucking roll, you can afford it, you know. <laughs> so, what can I do for you, man? You want um, you need something? I, I got shit on me. I actually, might need a little more than a little something. I uh, I got a line on um. On some people uh, on the other side of town who might be interested in a, a big amount of product, and they're looking for somebody to move it. I'm just wondering if I could uh, strike a different sort of deal with you. If you know what I mean? Sure, man. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, you one of my best customers. Till I thought I heard you got cleaned. Hey, just because I got cleaned doesn't mean that the whole city did. Right. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, so what are we talking, like 60-40? Sounds good to me. All right, brother. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd take me a couple of days, yeah. But I could get you a, a, a lot of shit. I mean, what kind of shit are we talking? I mean, if you could you just split it, oxys and, oxys and smack, man. Whatever you got, honestly. Hey, it, it just, just, uh, just all of it. You just want a fucking <laughs> cornucopia of fucking forget me nots to fucking land on a doorstep somewhere. All right, fine. Okay. Um, I just need you to introduce you to my guy because he's the one that can move that munch shit. So maybe we come back here and we, we hook that up, right? You got, yeah. I call, can I text you? Introduce me to your guy. No, you can't text me. I prefer to keep things a little low natural. You know what I mean? I forgive me for being old, old school. Just give me a time and a place at night, and I'll be there. All right. Days are good for me right now. I I got a I got a job. <laughs> okay, dude. Uh, yeah, whatever works for you, man. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I guess meet me back here like Friday night. Seems a little public, doesn't it? Then was. <laughs> Well, w- my guys, they, they're cool. It's cool here. Okay. The barge is like cool with them. So like, it's not like everybody here is cool. Look, there's a room in the back. We can meet private. All right. Now we're talking. All right. How's about I see you there then? What are we so talking? Good to me, motherfucker. Stay alive. <laughs> you stay well. alive too, Brad. You stay alive too. <laughs> Miles Vanderbuck, how have you been spending <laughs> your week? Oh boy. Well, Miles wants names. Okay. <laughs> okay. He wants the names of the people that were part of Flowcom that ousted the trustworthy union le- leader. And put in their own puppet to dismantle the Brotherhood down at the docks. And he wants the names of the people who denied his wife coverage when uh, she was sick. Okay, great. Um, so the first, the second one seems a little, he's not sure where to go on the leads. So the first one, he just kicks it off with talking to the guy, his, uh, his union boss, who's a few years older than them and retired some years back. And uh, it's like, he just wants to go to his house one night and ask him, yeah, who was um, the one that was putting a shift to you? What are you having all those battles? <laughs> Look, man, I left all that behind me. I don't want to talk about it anymore. This is, uh, his name is Ron L. Dodge, by the way. Ronnie, baby. <laughs> Not baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be nice. in motion pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I got the rights to the whole thing. He's like, uh, he's like, I fought that fight for 25 years, and we won a lot of battles, but the whole game has changed, and I'm out. I don't want to have anything to do. I don't, I, I don't follow what's happening to the union anymore. I got my grandchildren. I got my house. I don't want to fucking talk about it. If you want to get into all that shit with somebody, you should talk to this fucking reporter down at the Post Gazette. 
Oh yeah, who's that? Her name is Nita Combs. N-E-D-A, Nita Combs. And she was trying to do a story on all the shit Flowcom's been doing in town, like, fuck, five years ago. Then again, three years ago, she came and talked to me. I still haven't seen the story yet. Hey, I'm out too, Ron. I don't work for the union. I'm not down at the docks anymore either, okay? This is for the young guys. Guys that don't even know what they're getting into. The guys are just scraping by in a city that doesn't care for them no more. I'm telling you, I feel better than I've ever felt. I feel stronger than I've ever felt before in my life. I think I can do something this time. You look kind of weird, man. <laughs> oh, it's just shaking off a cold recently. Yeah, I don't remember you telling me that you were using the blush of life, Miles Vanderbuck. No, so. I did not get pink, I guess. <laughs> Ron L. Dodge is looking out of his, like, you know, split-level ring. Yeah, just, like, standing you know. on the street. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, man, well, take care of yourself. I, I think we're done here. Ron, it's me, Miles. Locks the door. <laughs> Shuts another door, locks it. <laughs> All right. Could Jen well, Miles a bit with this stuff? She could. I don't know if Miles went to her and told her about it. I don't know computers. <laughs> I think the next thing we need to talk about is: Are you guys meeting back at your haven, like uh, to sleep every day? I would imagine so. That's like the only, that's a safe place that we all know about, right? Okay, great. Uh, and um, are you... If that's the case, then he's definitely, Miles is definitely coming back one night being like, God damn! It, like swearing about how he just, he has a name, he doesn't know where to go, and how the hell is he going to find her? God, yeah, so reportedly a week before nightdown! Nightdown, he calls it apparently. <laughs> nightdown. Nightdown, <laughs> yeah. nightdown is my favorite... Nightdown. It's my favorite uh, new metal band from 2001. <laughs> yeah. Down. Um, yeah, they did the Mandy soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy in a car watching the factory. Ooh. When you come he, in the car. He's like, he looks like he's trying to look like clean cut, but everything has gotten like out of hand. Like, the well-combed hair, like part of it has like popped up and like the five o'clock shadow is a little unruly and he's eating a ham sandwich and he's looking at the factory in like a big, like sedan. Shit. We got a blade on our hands. <laughs> we got is there anything one around blades. the factory that's residential? Is it just all? There's a lot of industrial? residential. No, no. I mean the factory. Well, I, okay. It, not immediately beside the factory. No, there's no residential. But I'll say Pittsburgh, it's not quite all apartment buildings. Like, it's not all quite, you know, big rectangle, multi-stories. Like, a lot of people rent houses. Uh, and neighborhoods like uh, Mexican War Streets have houses, rows of houses. Um, uh, a lot of them a bit run down. And they are a couple blocks from you. You kind of get got to get out of this, like, 
part where they're taking the old warehouses and turning it into cafes and like costume shops and like improv theaters. And you got to go a little further and you get into some back streets where there's some houses and things like that. So would it be conceivable for a man and his dog, for example, to be going on a walk past this factory to be able to look into this car and see what it feels? I think so. I think so. So is Miles the one that saw the car or did we all see it? I think Miles saw it. He said he was coming back and like, ah, night So it's night down just happened. Yeah. I burst in the door and say, yes, I can't, I, I can't get nowhere. Anyway, there's some, there's some creepy, shady-looking fella in a, in, a, in a van, did you say? In a, in a, in a, He's in a sedan. In a sedan outside. He's eating a goddamn ham sandwich, of all things. <laughs> and drinking a cup what of kind coffee. Of, what kind of maniac eats a sandwich half night down? <laughs> That's that's day up fiddles. <laughs> that's lunchtime snackery. Um, yeah. Uh, at least suddenly, suddenly a, a flashlight flashes into the windows of the factory. There's um, a downstairs, right? There is. There's like a there are there's a sub basement that you guys have been kind of sleeping in, so that you're just not in the floor of this factory where there are these big broken windows and stuff like that. All right. Uh, I might I might actually. Like, I don't know that Curtis would have this idea himself, but if, if Jen was like, people walk their dogs outside, um, <laughs> I, uh, I like, I could see what's going on. Yeah, that's Careful a good idea. Careful though, Curtis. We don't know who this guy is. He could be government. I've been poking around my, I'm poking my nose around Fulcom and goddamn insurance companies. I'm in a kick of nest. You think this guy's some, like, JSOC? <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, I'll I you. Miles I, thinks that he's normal. He's tapped into okay. like the, the president's right. or something. Uh, <laughs> Bohemian Grove. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll uh, I'll, I'll for a second gunman. Okay. Speaking of second gunman, you still got that pistol I gave you. I point to Jen. Oh, I was like, oh, no. Do, can we say that we've done any target practice during this time? Yeah, I don't think so because uh, that's not what you spent your week doing. That's right. fair. Uh, yes, I have it, but I'm not going to... I'll bring it. I'll what bring it. I'll hand it to you. Just keep it down here just in case anything goes off. And I have mine that I stashed in my belt at per per cannon. And uh, I'm, I, I look at Ruby and I'm just like... And we uh, head down the the corridor to the, to the Ninja Turtles patch. <laughs> oh, okay. You are now like down the street and behind the guy. Um, and when you, if you get eyes on him, um, he's not trying to be surreptitious. He's just kind of standing in the street, kind of aiming his flashlight at the factory and it kind of looks like he's looking for an entrance. Okay. I, uh, I, I kind of try to put myself together as much as possible and I guess reblush. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, spend, uh, no, give me another rouse roll. Okay. This is the thing. I know that it seems so frustrating to have to do that every time, but that's what it's like for vampires. Like just to look human for a moment, you have to potentially become hungrier and the hungrier you get, the more likely you are to do something bad. God damn it. Total failure. Hunger oh. of three now. Yes. Yes. Get into it. Curtis. <laughs> so uh, this guy is looks have a sucking on him. 
give the man a bit of the old suck. And um, so, yeah, I, uh, I have I, I try to button up and look as presentable as Curtis can in any given situation. And yeah, just kind of walk up like I'm walk, walking my dog. Like, so, oh, uh, he turns I, the flashlight to you and then clicks it off when he sees you. And I'm just like, huh, I think she likes you. Uh, cool. Uh, ye, you're Krieger. Huh? It's cool. It's cool. And he flashes a tattoo. It's like a brand on the side of his, uh, neck. Do I recognize it? Yeah. It's like those tattoos that the servants wore in Elysium. Uh huh. And he's like, uh, they sent me to remind you guys. You know what I'm reminding you about? Oh, fuck. The Anarchs. The, I drank a lot of wine in between now and then. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh man, you guys better start remembering what they tell you because um, they've been nice so far, but they can. There's another side to them. Um, yeah. You have your weekly check-in right. tomorrow night at Elysium. Every week, you got to be there Friday night. What do they want done? None of us then? did that. They don't want anything done. I'm just here to remind you because you don't have a phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, will you tell your friends that are in the factory right now? Yeah. Who am I speaking to? You've used my name and I don't know yours. I'm sorry. I'm Detective Cope. I represent... Detective. Uh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I represent Elysium in certain matters which have to be conducted uh, during the day by uh, Officer of the Law. Puts his flashlight away and he goes, maybe I'll see you tomorrow night? Yeah, maybe you will. All right. Have a good uh, rest. And he walks back, gets in the sedan and turns the key. All right. I, so hustle, now, I hustle back and talk to them and be like, guys, we fucking blew it. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you have, uh, so, so you don't, you just forgot about it, but I'm, that's why he's here to remind you. He's reminding you ahead of time. Right. Tomorrow night, Friday night, you have to meet at Elysium with the other vampires and discuss, well, maybe you did blow it, discuss what uh, progress you've made in terms of rooting out these anarchs or getting closer to them. So my, I want to put the question to you, and it's a real question, because Jen Brown was saying, fuck the Anarchs, fuck the Camarilla. I'm not doing either side. I'm doing my own thing. Do you guys want to go to this meeting? I, I, def- I do. Miles my- definitely does. Thomas just forgot about that task, but Miles is kind of starting to, like get either like be seduced by or just like get the vibe of the prince and what she's all about and like yeah fuck the anarchs but although like he may be like uh buying into the system that he's trying to overthrow so he's there's a little bit but he he gets it okay yeah Uh, maybe so he he wants to play good boy for now i think self-preservation is guiding curtis and just like if we fuck up i don't want to I don't want to deal with the brand of justice that we bore witness to up in that place. Um, 
but there's one problem, Curtis. Your meet is tomorrow night. Yeah. So um, I got to figure that out. Um, How does Jen Brown feel about it? And does she tell her uh, two coterie mates? Jen, um, I think, still feels that way, but is but knows that probably, although there was that person in her apartment who very likely might be there um, and heard Kurt heard her saying all that stuff to Curtis anyway, but it seems like not going is a death sentence. So playing along is for now is probably wise. Um, Then I'm going to, then it sounds like it's a resounding. Yes, we'll be there. And what I want to hear just from Curtis is how he's handling briefly the fact that he's not going to attend this meet that he set up. <sighs> Fix it later. Um, get, try to get try to get word to uh, Brad. Yeah, I think I'd try to get word to Brad. And how are you doing that? I guess I. Tr- I mean, it's it's now. I'm 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 sorry to to catch me up on timeline. So this is happening. You have, a, you have a day. You have a you have a day of rest. Tomorrow night, yes, a day. So it's getting close to dawn now, which is why Miles was coming right. rumbling back. Uh-huh. You have, you know, it's going to be dawn soon. You uh, sleep and, and then wake up, and then we are supposed to be at Elysium. Then they don't really Elysium happens all night, and there are, the problem with only being alive during the night is that there are only so many hours. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to do a bunch of things. Some, sometimes in the summer, night is like you know, not that long. So, uh, you, you could get, you could get word to him though. You could get word to him. I mean, you just, just, if you can't think of how to do it, I can come up with some things. Probably you, uh, no, I mean, courier service. Yeah. Right. I, I would just, yeah. Get a bike messenger or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or, do you uh, want to do that? Or call the phone of the, of the bar. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, that yeah. sounds like the best. Would yes. I would like to do that. Okay, uh, you leave a message. I'm not going to make it tonight. Some, what, what do you say exactly to the guy? Um, Just a bartender. Right, right. Uh, hey, is your manager there? <laughs> uh, Can I speak to your manager? Uh, uh, Easy, Karen. Do you say it like that? No. Okay. Uh, he like, says, uh, uh, no. You know a fellow named Brad Lockwood, regular there? Who's asking? Uh Curtis. He'll know who. Okay, I don't know you. Well, you got a message for him? I do have a message for him. Tell him that we're pushing the meeting back to the night after next. Okay, click. All right. Uh, Elysium, but first you awaken the next night. And when you awaken, I want everybody to make another rouse check. And that's just the one die, right? Just the one die. Nope. Failure. Gain a point of hunger. Jen, we can say you're at two hunger now, I believe. Right? You hadn't failed before, I don't think. And you're okay, Curtis. You're holding at three. Uh, Miles, how'd you do? I failed, so now I have hunger. You have two now. I think that, you know, right after feeding from the prince's uh, wrist, you were down to zero. But over the course of the week, you went to the place all vampires kind of live at, which is at one hunger. Um, You got it, babe. Soon, uh, so you're at two now. So soon you arrive um, at the U.S. Steel Building. Um, and when you get to the elevators, there are um, 
those security guys from last time who, uh, you know, if you look closely, have tattoos on the back of their necks and they kind of activate the elevator for you and send you up to the 60th floor. And once again, you are in the opulent 60th floor where a full party seems to be uh, bustling in full swing. Um, strange people are laughing in corners and uh, looking around hungrily at each other. There's a uh, there's a something in the air of uh, of a nest of jackals or hyenas uh, out on the Serengeti, um, and uh, you uh, can enter. And uh, you are supposed to meet with uh, the prince. That's who you were supposed to check out in with. Um, in the meantime, you can you can go for that immediately, or you can mingle. Like, what what are you trying to do? I'd like to get a drink. I think I'd also. I think I'd also like to get a drink immediately. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, I want to um, do a an alcohol blood. What yeah. should that cocktail be called? Um, Clint, that, I feel like you have a pun up your sleeve for this. If you want to pop in with it, uh, a copper pot. <laughs> copper pot. <laughs> Are we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to pop the rock. Um, <laughs> there it is. A pun so grand it broke the internet. <laughs> uh, so you um you go up and you order uh blood in vodka. The red tide. Yes. Uh the red tide is way better. Uh but uh, I wouldn't Sorry, order that because you're the one that invented that. Um <laughs> and uh so you order blood and vodka, and the guy who's a bartender who is like this like weird looking like very pale like woman in like a very formal like you know roof like bar kind of like you know they, they make them wear the vest and the little bow tie goes blood in vodka yes blood and vodka just mix them together no no and she like turns away from you what do you mean that no? bitch? <laughs> Grab do I see hand. vodka on the shelf? Um, there is vodka on the shelf. I'm just gonna take it because there's people going around with like little platters of blood. Oh, yeah, so Tumblr, you do whatever, you right? do that. You you and you did get it right, or at least uh, maybe Thomas did. There's like a disdain, like why would you mix it? You're disgusting. You basically just went like into a restaurant and were like. Y'all have any spaghettios? You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you're like, you're like the bartender is like. If I do that, I'll get in trouble. Like, okay. But as you're like pulling the vodka off the shelf, your uh, self, uh, you just suddenly realize Miss Sonia is just on the stool beside you. Jesus. She's like snobs. What are you having, Miss Sonia? I'm having blood, darling. Are you gonna get upset if I have? A mixed drink? I don't judge people the way some of these others do. I know it's hard to be different. And as she says that, you can see like her like weird like rolls of fat kind of jiggling on her face. Mm -hmm. And like you notice a wart you didn't notice before. Right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. We're on the same page. I'm gonna like take a goblet and pour some vodka in and drink it as we're as she and I are talking. I'm gonna, you know, sort anything? of surreptitiously try to not look at it. Okay, um, you do that. Um, 
And I think that, you know, you've been you've been working on this a little bit. So I'm going to say you can go ahead and take off a point of hunger. You figured out how to mix the blood and vodka in a way that that makes you kind of get a little bit of sustenance out of it as a thin blood. So I'm going to allow you to do that over the course of this uh, drink. And Miss Sonia says something like she's like, um, tell me, dear, what's going on with you? We're connected. How can I help? How can you help? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get some um, access to my company so that I can get research on the Anarchs. They must have some sort of footprint online. Um, but you I'm think that your company is connected to the Anarchs? No, I just think we have a lot of information. So if I could get access to the information that we have... If they're using humans as thralls or ghouls or whatever you guys call them, uh, I would just be able to get a lot more information if I could. The Camarilla frowns on your business. Technology is bad for the masquerade. Technology is how the Second Inquisition destroyed every vampire in London. You don't even know about this, do you? No. Yeah. The wrong email went to the wrong person. And now there are no kindred in London, a place where we were using as a seat of power for a thousand years. Well, wouldn't it be nice to be able to observe those things, not necessarily participate, but when the wrong email gets sent to see it? Between you and me, I agree. But some of these others don't feel the same way. And she looks over, uh, and in the corner uh, of another part of the room, you see the man, Mr. Francis, who came and offered, gave you the offer earlier. And he's with a kindred who is just a giant slab of a man in a suit that's like somehow been wrapped around him and buttoned like this enormous, like, just like the definition of fat cat. Who's like sitting there with like a huge cigar, like Kingpin and Spider Verse type? Exactly deal. like that. <laughs> so, um, so how could I get them off of my ass? I could show you. We know Sfaratu know how to do these things, but I would have to be sure of your loyalty. What does that mean? Well, you hear such strange things these days. People who aren't grateful for gifts that they've been given. This, for example. And she pulls a little recorder out of her pocket and she plays it. And you hear your voice a, a week of nights hence going like, Fuck the Camarilla! Fuck the Anarchs! I'm not on either side! I'm doing my own thing! He's like, whoever said that would be making a very unwise decision. Do you know her? You know it was me, Miss Sonia. I don't appreciate the subterfuge, okay? You know it was me. I was upset. Learn to appreciate it, or you won't last very long. <laughs> I can help you. I can teach you. Do you want my help? Um, 
is there a role that I would do to be, it would be manipulation or something, right? To, to be convincing. Um, I'm loyal. Sure. Yeah. Give me a manipulation plus subterfuge role. And this is Miss Sonia. Uh, she's going to uh, roll an opposing role. So she'll see how she'll do. She'll see how she does. Maybe this is not wise. Um, okay. I'm just going to go for it. So my hunger's at one now, right? It is. That's right. So that would be four normie die. Four normies. Four normies, one hungry. Four normies, one hungry, and let it roll. And throwing an incel. Success. <laughs> Four normies. How many successes did you get? Because that will be important when I'm rolling. And if you got one success, okay. All right. Oh. Oh, Jen. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's not going to go well for old Jen Brown. <laughs> old Jen Brown, your numbers come up. Oh, uh, it's these Brown. leads. Like, what oh, can I do God. with these leads? Okay. <laughs> just she, says, she says, I'm so happy you've seen the light, my dear. And she pulls you in and she <laughs> kisses each of your cheeks. <laughs> can I do a, um, can I do a, uh, Whatever a perception e check is to see if she actually believed me or if that was also more subterfuge. Give me an insight check, a wits plus insight check. Five. Okay. Same roll. Roll, please. Roll the die. Success. Yes. Okay. Um, she, uh, for all intents and purposes, believes that you have decided to be loyal to her. Okay. Well done. And that is when, um, that is when uh, one of those security guards comes walking up to the three of you. I, I assume you guys are not too far away. And is like, the prince will see you now. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. Can it, can it be assumed that I had one of the, uh, past apps and, and <laughs> drinking some of that. Sure. Uh, that's, that's the benefit of Elysium. If you mm -hmm. drop by Elysium, you can, you can take a point off that hunger. You, yeah. they, they have that fresh blood. They just, they, they have someone tied up in the basement of the building <laughs> right now. And they're just like, like putting a spigot into their side. Like, and it's like fast food. It's best if you don't think about where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, 60 floors up, people are like, cheers. Click. <laughs> um, Miles, Miles waves it off. He's, he's got a taste for the real thing. Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, you're taken into that like very large like auditorium style room where they have like, you know, a big screen. It's like a lecture room or whatever. And when you get in there, um, you notice that uh, Churchill Jackson is already in there. And when he sees Curtis, he kind of nods at you. Uh, Churchill Jackson, the sheriff of the city, who has sort of adopted or agreed to sponsor Curtis's new role in Camarilla society. Uh, and of course, Adelaide Ross is there. And now you are joined by Miss Sonia. And Adelaide says, well, how is everyone getting on? Come in, come in. Got the door. And that security guard 
shuts the big doors into this room. Well, Miss Ross, uh, I think uh, we're settling into this new life, living in a warehouse and wrapping up loose ends on the life that we had to say goodbye to. Good. And I assume that those goodbyes have been said now and we can begin investing in you by removing your presence from daytime society. Is that correct? Miles nods. You so, understand that now that you've said goodbye, there will be no more contact with your mortal lives. That is an important rule of how we survive night to night. And my my mind nice flashes night. back to uh, Craig calling me a calling me a worthless junkie. You know, and I just look up and I'm like, it's okay. Miles, Miles' mind flashes back to that bonehead Travis coming into the door, hanging out with his sweet daughter. And he knows maybe uh, he's not being completely honest, but yeah. Jen might be thinking about a conversation she had with Sabrina <laughs> or any number of plans that she has. Um, but you guys get to have contacts with mortals, don't you? Oh, wow. Really? Um, Adelaide is like, oh, 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 uh, oh, I love this. Um, <laughs> yes, but they aren't from our previous lives. Does that make sense, dear? Sure, but how does this work? I mean, if it's if the whole point to not have contact with your mortal life is to preserve the masquerade, right? Then you are not a human anymore. They are food to you. The I get more it. You think of them as people the more you are going to resist the power and the gift that you've been given. Then why do we use them? Use you them? Have the, you have them under your employ. I mean, a, a human came to our, our um, factory last night. Yes, well, um, he can be trusted. I assume you're talking about Detective Cope. How do you know he can be trusted? Well, it was a process of many years, but... He is currently uh, a retainer to a member of my own clan, Clan Malkavian. Um, he is recompensed for his uh, duty with the Vitae. It's very hard for one to quit that addiction once it has been established. So he's addicted to blood? Churchill Jackson's like the blood of vampires. He is blood bonded to us. He could not betray his regnant, even if he tried. I see. What I want to know, if you guys have been following the rules, how have you been feeding? Secretly. Best in the alleys. In the alleys, like a couple of cats. They're <laughs> like cats and little do, and they can and they do. <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> right. Spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> regular Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Um, <laughs> don't make in any mess that I have to clean up. All right. So then Adelaide Ross is like, right. Well, um, I'm satisfied. I, Feels like things are going splendidly. I can't wait to see how it all turns out. But uh, we do have an errand for you tonight. Um, 
in line with the whole reason we took you on. Um, have you made any progress in finding out about the Anarch hold in the city? Thomas speaking. I can't remember if Adelaide gave me a lead or anything last session. She did. Okay. Um, I uh, recently, like, we don't really have any leads to go on. Other than that they used to be in our the place where we're making our haven for the night. She goes, uh, she goes, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. We didn't expect you to do anything your first week. That would be impossible. But we do have some ideas tonight. Miss Sonia, Miss Sonia, like, gestures to someone, the lights go down, and she brings up a, a slideshow on the screen. And what you see is a blurry photo of a man fleeing on foot through a parking lot. And Miss Sonia says, for months we've been trying to bring this vampire, which we have dubbed the Barfly, to justice. He hunts in bars and moves around the city a lot, feeding where he's not welcome. One of our ghouls got this photo last night as he fled a bar in Lawrenceville. She presses something else, and the photo zooms in on a tattoo. It's the guy's leather jacket has slipped off, and on his like shoulder he has a tattoo of like a, a like a bearded man's face with horns. It looks like kind of like a 1950s devil face tattoo. And he goes, she says, uh, that is a symbol of the Heathens Motorcycle Club. My theory. And you are going to prove it. And she looks right into Jen's eyes. Is that this fool was a member of the heathens and still maintains connections to his old life. They want you to go see these heathens. Find out who the barfly is. And whether he knows any anarchs. Because he's certainly behaving like one. The heathens maintain a clubhouse in Mount Washington. Go see them. Find out if they know this mosquito so we can swat him. And the lights come back on. And then Churchill Jackson says, and it goes without saying that the masquerade must be scrupulously maintained in this endeavor. Of course. You don't have his real name, just Barfly? Unfortunately, we have no idea who he is, but uh, he's a poacher, and he moves from territory to territory. No vampire is able to survive on their own. That is why we have built all of this. He knows anarchs. Find him and make him tell us who they are and where they are. You know where these, uh, these heathens hang out in Lawrenceville? Or that was yeah. the last place he was spotted. Lawrenceville was the last place he was spotted. Yeah, but the, the heathens hang out in Mount Washington. They have a they have a club there. Yeah, they just have so a happens. I was going to make my way down to Mount Washington sometime this week. You should go tonight, says Churchill Jackson. He's like, time is of the essence on this. Go now, as you wish. Does anybody else have anything they want to do in Elysium? Anybody they want to talk to? Um, I can that, tell you. Oh, go ahead. Is that detective guy around? 
Um, yeah, eventually you uh, do see uh, Detective Cope. He actually waves at uh, Curtis Krieger. I, uh, I like this is the guy that was outside our place. Walk uh, us over there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to kind of know how they got to him. What this process was like, how they made contact. Like, why is he, is he a ghoul? Or is he, he a... He's a ghoul. He's pretty open about his uh, weird life. Do you want to chat him up for a while? Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a um, charisma plus... You just want information, and he's he's willing to give it if you kind of, like, treat him well and talk to him like an equal. Um, okay. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Give me a, a uh, charisma plus a leadership role. Leadership. Oh, mm, mm. it's not great. Okay. Okay, uh, you can use persuasion instead if you like. Oh, that is much better. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's what I should have told you in the first place. Five and one. Success. Okay. So he tells you that um, he uh, was on the trail of a really strange case for many years uh, here in Pittsburgh. uh, And that eventually he tracked down uh, the perp that he'd been looking for for over three years and realized that he had broken the masquerade. He had figured out that this person was uh, one of the kindred. And as a reward, uh, his sire uh, made him an offer. Like, instead of breaking open the masquerade, would he like to eventually one day be rewarded with immortality? Mm. And he took the deal. But now he wants to know about you and wants to know your story. How did you managed to impress them so much that you've been given this incredible gift of eternal life. I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. Tell me, tell me. Like, you know, they don't just choose anybody. Like, you have to be special. Well, like, uh, my, my regnant saw that I'm special, you know? Like, she can see that, like, like I meant for big things. Sure. Sure. Uh, I guess same. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I think I want a charisma plus subterfuge troll. Uh, okay. And you only need two successes for this. Okay. Well, wait, I don't want to make it subterfuge if you don't want to. Are you trying to tell him nothing or are you trying to tell him a lie about your background? Because he's really trying to dig. Uh, I'm trying to get him off my case. Okay, give me intimidation so, instead. Ooh, I don't and that'll be that'll be manipulation plus intimidation. Okay, so that's just going to be three because I am not intimidating. Is that a two difficulty still? Yes. Okay, I don't think I'm going to succeed. Total failure. Had you, but not a bestial failure, right? No. Okay. Um, you finally, I mean, like in the least charismatic way possible, you go, "I, I got to go," and you just kind of push him aside. And he sits there kind of staring at you as you leave the bar. <laughs> Anybody else have any business in Elysium before we move on? I don't think so. Very well. 
Um, how do you want to go about this little investigation? There is a, a motorcycle gang who they think knows a poacher vampire, a, uh, at least on the surface, like known anarch. Uh, he might not, they, they're not positive he's connected to the greater anarch movement. That is their theory. So this motorcycle gang has a clubhouse in Mount Washington. That's where they could lead you. What would you like to do to go about this? And you have about, you know, seven hours left in the night. I, I look at, at Jen and I'm like, this doesn't seem to me like the kind of place that you would be um, comfortable. No, I think I'd stick out like a sore thumb. Is there something else I can do to help you? I could keep watch. Maybe that's the best thing. Um, you guys probably are more, you won't draw as much attention going in. I want to roll street or is there something that like, are the motorcycle gangs are often, if they're illegitimate, deal drugs. Would mm. these be, is this something that I, in yeah. my time, in my time using? Streetwise, and I want you to add an extra die to it. Roll what, roll what plus streetwise? Intelligence plus streetwise, and you can add an extra die. Great. Success. Yeah, these guys move a lot of dope, the heathens. It's like they're kind of the big operation in Pittsburgh. Okay, cool. Um, all right. And they're, the gang is... How many successes? I'm sorry, Thomas. I'm oh, sorry. It was just two successes. Just two? Okay, that's all I'm going to tell you. Thomas, what were you going to ask? And the gang, the heathens, they're, they're not vamps. They're, they're muggles. They're muggles. They're muggles. Mortal, you might call them. Humans. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, I mean. It's, okay. <laughs> or, uh, do you want to just, like, just go into their, ha- into their little hideout and like have a just, just, just hang out there at fucking two in the morning? <laughs> Which is probably what time it is. It would. It might be by the time you get over there and kind of track it down, and you know. Uh, but look, you could you could also uh, do intel. Um, Churchill Jackson asked you to get on this, but he didn't say it has to be. It has to be finished tonight, right? Like, so there's you know there's there's some wiggle room. They've given you they're giving you a lot of rope to hang yourself. These Camarilla. And, high, and we know up. where that. We know where they sort of hang out at a particular joint. They've given us their clubhouse. They've given them that their clubhouse. That's their their clubhouse, not like a public bar in which they hang out at. That's correct. Well, then why don't we all... Oh, it's only... It's not like we can all fly. Only Curtis Krieger had that sort of innate featherfall vamp ability. Right, and it's not flying. It's just for fun. Also, when you... When you stare into the eyes of an animal, can you can he see through the animal, or does he just yeah? Can give you an warp? Intention? Yeah, could you um, warp? Um, yeah, I don't think that you can warp. I'm going to ask our secret storyteller. Clint, I understand that I can tell him to look at the power bond, femulus, femulus. I think that that's how it's pronounced, and uh, make sure that um, it's not a warging thing. 
I think what it is is like this extreme loyalty thing. And with your level two power feral, feral whispers in animalism, you can actually have telepathic contact with the animal. And like, you know, so before it just is like very loyal to you and follows you around. It wants a little of your blood occasionally. But at level two, you can like use feral whispers to make it do things and you can communicate it to it very easily. Like, and so Ruby, Ruby, like, I mean, like, literally, you could be like, go uh, hop on top of the roof of that car and she'll do it. Like, okay. It's great if you had like some kind of circus dog act, but that's not what you do. I can't send Ruby in as a spy. One of us would have to actually go in and talk to him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you could. Yeah. Okay. Do any of us have like a car? Like, are we allowed to own a car or did we all, did we any of us own cars before? You're allowed to own cars. And, uh, you know, it's been made clear to you that the, the thing that's forbidden is like smartphones, computers, like telecommunications equipment, anything that records what you're doing. So a car is totally allowed. And I will say that probably all of you had one because this is not a huge uh, public transit city. And uh, I say we just drive. I mean, I can cook up a reason to be there. See if there's anybody there I recognize. How would how would they? Because uh, are are these things usually secret? They're clubhouses, or do they make? Do they like to sort of be? Do they like yeah. people to be aware. These of kind of places are, are so intimidating. They just hope that the wrong element stays away. But. Okay. They don't make an effort to be too uh, discreet, surreptitious. <laughs> nice one, Curtis. <laughs> I, I got a word a day calendar. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like you're driving over there. Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, Curtis, Ruby, the pit, uh-huh. uh, and uh, Miles and Jen are in Curtis's car. Sure. What do you drive? Uh, a uh, <laughs> a real beat up, like like on its last legs, nineteen ninety two Chevy Lumina. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Um, gotta the, Google that one. The Lumina, uh, uh, you know, uh, rattles through uh, Mount Washington, which is Clint. Get us a picture. What are you doing? Where <laughs> is the Chevy Lumina? The audience wants to see a Lumina. Um, no, what a fucking Lumina is. <laughs> Um, okay, the Lumina, which is important to see, rattles through Mount Washington, which is like a, you know, it's a hilly neighborhood. That's why it's called Mount Washington. So, you know, you're kind of like rattling up the hills uh, and um, you go to the address that they gave you. And what you're looking at is an old firehouse um, that is clearly not in use because it doesn't have any signage for the fire department anymore. Uh, but you do see um, a, a string of Big old Harleys parked out front. Yeah, on this particular night, four Harleys are parked out in front of the place. Uh, And there isn't a big logo on the front or anything like that. But um, at at this hour, and let's see what hour it is. Okay. It's it's getting kind of late. You're already past the midnight hour by the time you guys get the car. You know, do do your Elysium meeting, get the car, get over here. So it's like one one o'clock in the morning almost. It's like twelve forty five or something like that. But there are lights on inside. 
Um, can I do a roll, a check to see if from my time using that anyone I knew or got supplied from or used with was a heathen? Yeah, um, I think you can just ask that. I don't think that you need to do a check to know right. that. And what I can tell you is that you knew that they were a big kind of distributor in the area, that they were a big operation. And you always assumed that the guys you bought from were like a rung under them. Okay, cool. All right. Seems like I'm the sort of people I'm trying to take out. Yeah, they are the sort of people that uh, Curtis doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So now the car is kind of rattling past this uh, this string of Harleys and this old fire station. And what would you like to do? Um, is there a general, uh, like, whatever the equivalent of a perception check is that we could make? Or With like awareness, hand? but what are you trying to see? What are you I'm looking trying to for? see if there are any nefarious presences about if there are vampires of the Camarillo that are like stalking us and trying to make sure that we're doing the right thing or if there are any rough rough and rowdy Harley boys that are okay. that are coming up the way okay which uh plus awareness will just kind of give you a general kind of observation role and you see if there's any anybody of interest or anything of interest on the street here success okay um there doesn't appear to be uh, anyone on the street. You know, this is like they, they keep their clubhouse kind of private. It looks like they're on one of those streets I mentioned before where there's mostly like old houses and things like it's not really like out in the middle of like one of the main thoroughfares where the other bars and things are. It's like one of those bars in Chicago that's set back in a neighborhood. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Where it's like houses on all sides. Um, I was like, do you want to be lookout to Jen? Yeah, sure. I mean, what else am I gonna do? Um, you bring that heat. You bring that uh, that yeah, rod. And I kind of awkwardly fish it out and sort of <laughs> do one of these and just hand it to him. Just take it. I take it. I uh, hold it up to her and just like turn, put the safety on. Uh huh. Off. On. Oh, I'm keeping off. it. That's for you. Oh. If any, just in, as a last resort. Don't do anything. Yeah, so I can blow my own brains out. Jesus Christ. Okay. Please teach me how to use this at some point. I promise. Um, but for now, your greatest weapons arise. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, pop open the door and, and uh, it's like, Miles? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You guys. Um, and then I look at Ruby and I'm like, and she comes with us. There's a side door, and then there's the old, big old garage doors that used to go up um, when you know the fire trucks would come out. And what you hear is like kind of like classic rock music, like blasting uh, through those garage doors. Yeah, some like rainbow or fog yeah. hat mountain. Yeah, some fog <laughs> hat's going. Yeah. Okay. Um, I we go to I go to the side door and uh, knock, knock, knock. No answer. Is there audible noise coming through it? Like, yeah, maybe they're just partying so hard, or or they just didn't hear you. Um, do you have Ruby with you? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I uh, open the door if it's open. Oh, it is open, and um, 
So, okay, from from this 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 like you're in this like little hall, right? You know, as you open it, and the hall has like cases and like um, you know, framed photos on the wall and uh um to your right, it looks like uh the old garage of the firehouse now has like it's still a garage, but there's people over there like kind of laughing and drinking. Uh, and then to uh, like, if you go straight back, you go into kind of like a meeting hall or like a kind of like a, you know, fire to fire halls always have like places where you can set up folding tables and you can even see some folding tables back there. And to the left, you see like kind of an office area. Um, and that door is also open. You see like desks and filing cabinets in there. Uh, but what I want to know is if these people now notice you because you've just opened the door. So yeah. give me a second. Let me find out. Get their stats and find out. Um, okay, they do. Um, and um, this like kind of like squirrely looking guy with like he's got thinning hair, but he's still trying to have like hard rock hair. You know what I mean? But it's like really thinning, and he's got like a big spider web on his neck tattooed on his neck. He comes uh, like. Can I help you? Hey, that all depends. I wouldn't normally uh, come in like this, but um, I mean, who around now, here could uh, I? The music shuts off, and like a, a like a a big busty woman in like leather with like just all the curly hair you can imagine and a lot of makeup, like is looking out of the garage at you as well. Um, like the bounty hunter's wife. Yeah, dog, the bounty hunter's wife. I just wondered who I could talk to around here for a little uh, business proposition. Um, you could talk to fucking nobody and get the fuck out of our club before I fucking cut you. And the guy like fucking immediately pulls a switchblade and pops it open. It's like, right, right, motherfucker. And like, and then the woman is like laughing. <laughs> but. Then another guy, a big old guy with very thick forearms <laughs> and a big mustache and a crazy mane of like silver hair is like, shut up, Rory. Who sent you? Nobody sent me. I just uh, figured you might be, uh, as I said, interested in a little business. Nobody sent you. But you come here to do business with the heathens. What I, do you know about us? I know that you move gear through the city. Oh, and I know. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. What else? I know. I know that Brad Lockwood is moving in on your territory. Moving in. Or at least he's making plays too. And now the guy has to do something else. He's looking at your skin really closely now. <laughs> you forgot to get pink. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <clears throat> I 
oh fuck and that's when he runs back into the garage and rory's like what 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 and he's like get back get back and rory's like and starts running back into the garage too what would you guys like to do okay i uh i turn to miles and i'm i try to in this as surreptitiously as possible say to him Seems like they might have seen some our kind before. We forgot to get pink. Um, <laughs> but it's like, they, forgot to get pink again. The gray hair comes back around the corner with a huge shotgun and is like, go to hell, motherfucker. <laughs> and fires. I jump. That is where we'll stop for tonight. No! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger and Clinton trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. Today's Pittsburgh fact, the Big Mac was invented in Pittsburgh by Jim Delegati, a McDonald's franchisee.